Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let me tell you a little bit about Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing. It doesn't matter. Every single prop, every single play, every single point, it's all at Bet Online. When it comes to bets, when it comes to props, everything that you need is at your headquarters for sports betting. That's Bet Online. Head to the website right now, use your mobile device, sign up, get a 50, that's 50% welcome bonus. Don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV, to get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. Come on, there's no need to hesitate. Bet Online, where the game starts. I hope you're ready to have your mind blown with the greatest health and fitness information on the planet. <laughs> yes, bitch! Welcome to the Mikey Likes You podcast. I am Mikey Who Likes You Are You Who Is Liked, and this is my co-host for today, Magnolia Moon Catherwood, my daughter. We are visiting the motherland, Los Angeles, California. I'm actually at my parents' house in the backyard, and I wanted to do a quick show, and my daughter's like, hey, can I be on the show? And I said, of course. It's always fun when you're on the show. And I certainly know what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about, there's a huge debate in the world of like bodybuilding and health and fitness about intensity versus volume. Do you know what that means? Is that, is, or does that just sound like stupid words? Stupid words. Yeah. So you understand volume, not only like the volume of like the radio you listen to, volume is is the overall amount of something, the volume of water that comes out of a faucet. Well, with training, with training, there's volume as well. It's like how many sets and how many reps you do, how much, how long you spend at the gym, how much work overall, just the amount, okay? Intensity is how hard that work is, okay? So just, I mean, sometimes Papa goes to the gym and I lift weights and I go crazy hard and I'm pushing it to the absolute limit till I cannot lift another rep and I feel I'm covered in sweat. And other times it's just about getting overall more work done at a lower intensity, okay? So many scientific minds in the exercise and uh, nutrition and health and sports performance field, they say lower intensity with a lot more volume is a better way to go. Just getting more reps in. Some people say lower the volume but do crazy amounts of intensity, right? My whole take is this shouldn't be a debate. Stop kicking that table. The whole, my whole take on it is like it shouldn't be a debate. There should be a combination of both. Yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree with you. Do you feel like there's stuff in your life where that applies? Like maybe studying for school or doing artwork? I feel like there's like, it's, there's like different times in like, you need one or the other. <sighs> Long night. Like, what? Long night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, there's also times, but, like, there's that fine line in the middle that sometimes you're like, do, 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 just need to walk over to the other side, but, like, you end up standing in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes you head your way to one side, sometimes to the other, but other times you can find that balance between them. Yeah, sometimes you'll think, like, oh, I'm going to go to the other side but you end up finding yourself in the middle yeah and sometimes the only way to find the middle is to kind of explore both sides yeah yeah now that's a good that's a good point and I, i'm glad you brought that up because i i feel like as someone who has made so many mistakes and has tried so many different styles of training 
over many, many years because Papa's old. Um, you know, I have found that balance, and I uh, the the whole bodybuilding world in particular is like on fire right now because there's these guys that are really smart and they all have valid points. And there's this guy Jeff Nippard, then there's this fella Greg Doucette, then there's this other guy uh, Dr. Mike Isretel, and Dr. Mike Isretel is saying like, don't train too too hard, but do a lot of work. Jeff Nippard's way on the side with, with, with the side that Papa tends to lean onto. Which is like, don't do too much work, but make sure the work that you do do is crazy hard. Um, and I think that the reality is that, same with nutrition, with training, it's actually, there is no one way you gotta do it. You gotta find the balance between the two. It's, a, it's like making artwork. There's no right or wrong way to do your paintings. There's no right or wrong way to do all the different stuff that you do. You got, you've had to work to take different tactics from different people and yes. you make it your own, right? Yes. The thing with training is that it's, a sti- when you're talking about weightlifting in particular, mm-hmm. it's a stimulus. It's a stimulus that you're looking to achieve, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can achieve that stimulus by training really, really, really hard and doing one or two sets, right? Just re- But the key to training that way is that you have to have you have to be really good at it. You have to already be strong. You have to already have practiced the exercises mm-hmm. to get the skill to be able to do those exercises in that fashion. Yes. So, here is my overall take when it comes to volume versus intensity. They both have value. You should definitely do both. At some point, you gotta figure out the way to best blend them. I like to blend them within the week. Meaning, I will have one training session devoted to body parts or to you know the, the body parts of my body that I have split into pieces mm-hmm. I will have one that I devote to training really hard that is very short in duration and it doesn't have a lot of volume mm-hmm. I will then come back later in the week and train those same body parts with a lot more volume with a lot higher reps with a lot lighter weight Yeah. there's also the approach that you can go to by combining them within the same workout if say you're going to train some back go in do some penlay rows do some weighted chin ups and do one or two working sets really really heavy then later on in your workout go back and do some cable pull downs and do 20 reps with really light weight get the yeah. best of both worlds so that you can combine the different rep ranges the different energy systems and you get the different forms of stimuli the reality is is that it, when it comes to training when it comes to nutrition as well my take on all of this is chill out everybody when you want to get in shape and you want to lose weight you don't have to reduce all of your carbohydrates you don't have to take away meat you don't have to take away fats everyone gets so extreme with everything that they want to do and the same away meat is the worst thing you can do yeah i mean mags and i i don't even understand how a human can live without meat i know right you would have steak for dessert if you could you'd love it eat meat for lunch dinner breakfast and every meal of the day that's why that's why we moved to Texas, right? <laughs> There's nonstop steak. And I went to the gym yesterday, and I saw a guy I went to high school with. And I haven't talked to him in a year. And we were he we, he and I were having a conversation, and he had lost a bunch of weight before COVID, before the lockdowns, and he gained a bunch of weight back. And he was asking, he's like, Mike, man, give me some advice, give me some tips. And I said, let me guess what has happened to you, sir. You did do that, ama- you had an amazing transformation, you were, he was showing me pictures, he lost a bunch of weight, he looked great. And then COVID happened, and he's got a family, you know, and, and it was hard on everybody, and his job wasn't what it, what it used to be, so he started stress eating, and he gained a bunch of weight back. So now he's stuck with the 
in the position where he so desperately wants to get what he once had that he's actually training more than ever. And he's training harder than ever. And he's trying to diet harder than ever. And sure enough, what has happened? He burned himself out. And now he's in a worse position than he was even before. Right? Because he needs to take my advice. I'm telling you, chill out about it. You can want what you want. You have your goals. And there is certain stimulus that will achieve those goals over a long period of time. If you want everything right this second, you're only going to end up digging a deeper hole for yourself. So when it comes to training, don't be an ideologue and say, no, it's all about intensity. Volume doesn't make any difference. And then next thing you know, you're doing one set every three to four days and you're, you're under training. You're not getting enough stimulus. Also, don't be like, hey, bodybuilders for years, it was all about volume. So I'm going to do 25 sets twice a day and then I'm going to drive myself into the ground and my cortisol is going to be through the roof because it has nothing to do with intensity. If it had nothing to do with intensity, it was all about volume, which I do think hypertrophy, there is a, a higher volume approach when it comes to building muscle. That is absolutely true. But if it was all about volume, then bodybuilders would train for 12 hours a day, literally, because they're willing to do whatever it takes to have the biggest, most muscular, leanest physique. So if it was all about volume, they just keep adding volume to the point that they literally be training all the time that they weren't sleeping and eating. And of course, that's not the case. As you get stronger, as you get more competent in all the movements, you're <coughs> capable to drive that intensity up. Therefore, you're going to need less volume. So it is this balance that you have to find. Okay? Higher amounts of volume are great for hypertrophy. But there is, of course, everything is dose-dependent. If you're going to drop your carbs a little bit because you want to lose some body fat, sure, that's great, but it's dose-dependent. Don't get extreme. Chill out. Everybody chill. Everybody chill. Wow. What I'm saying is your mind frame can't be so extreme. It's all about intensity. Therefore, I'm going to chop down my volume to nothing. Well, that's, that's not true. You need to be flirting with failure. Well, it's all about volume, so I don't care about failure and I care about intensity. I'm just going to train over and I'm going to do set after set after set. Well, that's not true. You should be upping your volume a little bit if you're looking to gain muscle, but not to, not at the to to the sacrifice of your intensity. You got to find that balance. Play with things and have that feeling of overall comprehensive patience and understanding and self-awareness to not get so extreme about it, right? What is your, what is your take? Cuz you honestly, you Listen are you are better at regulating your eating than even I am. Like when you, you, you will go and you will order ice cream at the Dodger game or whatever and you'll be like, okay, I've had enough. And you put it down. Like I have no, what, what's your secret to being so like good at regulating things? Sometimes I'll just eat until my, like my stomach kind of has this weird feeling like it almost like doesn't taste good anymore. And that's when I'm like, I put it down and like it's kind of better. And like I think about it like it's kind of better melted, you know? Like, if you grab something and just eat it all at once, you're never going to have anything left, you know? Like, part of the part of the fun about, like, getting yummy stuff, like, good stuff at, like, Dodger games and stuff is you can just put it down and have it later and... Say they hit a home run. You could jump up and scream and have fun, and you can put it down and eat it later. Like You can eat the home thing. run later? No, I mean, you can eat Let's the, say you have a Dodger guard, and someone hits a home run. 
Yeah. You're saying you, you could can just eat. put it down and eat it. That's later. literally what you did. I think you did save your hot dog for later, and then you saved your ice cream for later, and then you were like, you know what? I'm not even gonna finish this ice cream, and then and we then poured I it, out. it out. Yeah, because it was in a helmet, and we yeah. poured it out. And- if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Save helmet. Um, if you want to lose weight, you got to be in a caloric deficit. But if you want it too quickly and you want too much to happen tomorrow, you're going to be in too deep a caloric deficit and you're going to train too much. And you're going to drive yourself into a really dark place where you're going to then have no ability to have long-term success because you genuinely need to understand that no matter what your goals are, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Getting shredded takes forever. Getting big and muscular takes forever. You ladies out there who are just like, I just want to look better for bikini season. If you're 40% body fat, it's not going to happen soon. Okay? You, you, I hate this. I hate, hate, hate this like get shredded for summer in 28 days. Get ready for your wedding dress in 30 days. It's not, it's not reality. It's not reality. Everything that you want is going to come with consistency and sustainability over a long period of time. So don't try to get things tomorrow. That goes for nutrition and that goes for training. And I think that that gets at the heart of this huge debate over volume and intensity. Because the reality is that there needs to be a blend of both. If you go with too much volume, you are going to drive your cortisol through the roof and you're not going to get enough stimuli in the moment. If you go with too much intensity and too little volume, you're just going to keep driving and driving and driving. Uh, you may see incredible strength gains, but you're going to drive your central nervous system into the ground, and you may not get enough frequency of training to um, kind of get the sarcoplasmic growth and filling out of the muscle that you need with that higher volume stuff. So best approach is really monitor and closely regulate the amount of both so and see that you can increase in your ability to, to grow in, in that regard. Also, beginners, beginners, and and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I admire it more. If you're not a geek like me who's devoted to it, but if you're like, look, I just want this, and I and I haven't been training a lot, or with, uh, I don't have a tremendous training history. You're not gonna be capable of doing a tremendous amount of intensity. It's flat out, not you're not capable of doing. It takes practice. Train resistance training is a skill in and of itself, above and beyond the effort you put in. You have to get competent at it. And someone like myself is actually really good at driving incredible amounts of intensity into every set because I've been doing it a long time, okay? Um, and and hypertrophy, mo- there's a couple factors that go into it, but the biggest one is mechanical tension that you put into the muscle that you're trying to train. And I'm really good at doing it, and so is everyone else that's been doing it for 20-something years. Someone who's new to this is not going to be very good at it, okay? So just 
get in there. Hard truth. Just get in there. Practice. Get better at it. Consistently do it day after day, week after week. Um, Don't get married to ideology. When it comes to training, it doesn't have to be Mike Mentor, super low volume, high intensity. It doesn't have to be, you know, golden era bodybuilder twice a day, super high volume, low intensity. There is value in everything, and you just got to find that balance that best suits you. The same goes with diet. I was doing a podcast about nutrition probably three or four years ago uh, before COVID, and I just remember these guys were having an argument, and one guy was plant-based, and one guy was like a like a carnivore, animal-based diet guy. And Thank you. they Exactly. And they looked at me, and they said, you know, if you had to choose one, would you have a steak or an apple? And I said, I don't have to choose one. I said, that's the awesome part about being a human being. I'll have both. Apples are great. And lean sirloin is great. I don't have to choose one. And neither do you in the gym. And neither do you when you go to your uh, pantry or to a restaurant or to your kitchen. You don't have to be plant-based. And you don't have to be animal-based. And you don't have to be low-carb. And you don't have to be high-carb, low-fat. You kind of find foods that are nourishing, high protein, and are going to be best to suit you and your goal. If you want to lose fat, you find the ones that are most filling for you to be in a caloric deficit. If you want to gain muscle, try to find the ones that are going to put you in the right caloric surplus and help feed yourself in your recovery and make it so that you can train really hard. Maggie Moon, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Um, a little touching on, like, the eating part of it. Um... One chooses to ask somebody, like yourself. Yes. Chooses to ask you, like, would you like to eat the steak or the apple? Yeah. It doesn't, you don't really, like, think, like, hey, I'm trying to do both these things, so I'm going to eat both. Because sometimes that's the worst thing to do for yourself. Just eat the one that sounds better, honestly. In the moment. Yes. Right. Uh, no, I think on a uh, like in a real life situation, you if you don't want both, don't eat both. You're right. You eat the one that sounds better. Because that's just the worst thing. What to I was saying yourself. though is like people have this this weird thing nowadays where their their whole train of thought is like I can't eat the other. I have to I eat know. one or the other. And I'm saying that no, you can really enjoy an apple and you can enjoy steak. Yeah. Um, that's a great part about being a human being. But you're right. If you're not hungry for both, just eat the one that sounds best to you. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, uh, please stop kicking the table. I'm never going to ask. I'm, if, I, if I have to ask you one more time, I'm going to throw you in the pool. Um, please, if you find this stuff a little bit confusing, what you should do, head to my Patreon. I will put the link up for you. And uh, I have a top tier availability, meaning that I will be your trainer. I will help guide you through all of this. Help to find the right diet plan and the right nutrition that best suits you. Help to find the right training to best suit you, to help meet your goals, whatever they may be, whatever your level of experience is, whatever your lifestyle may be. I like doing it. I have availability. Please, if you are interested, the accountability that comes with checking in with me all the time, it, uh, it makes a big difference. I work with people for that reason. I may know a lot. I probably know enough to train myself, but I like being able to answer to other people, and I like being able to learn. So, again, I'll put that link up for you right here. Uh, It is my Patreon. There are three tiers of patronage that you can get involved with, Um, the top tier being that I personally train you, take care of custom-made nutrition and training plans and that whole thing. And my daughter is Magnolia Moon Catherwood. Thank you very much for being my co-host today. 
And in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember. I care. I do too. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts. Yes.